News Talk ZB and the New Zealand Herald present Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, demystifying your finances. Hi, I'm Francis Cook. Welcome to the show. Most of us wouldn't give much thought to our credit score. In fact, depending on who you ask, only between 20 to 40% of New Zealanders even know what a credit score is. But as with most things in personal finance, knowledge is power. Whether or not you're keeping an eye on it, banks are constantly scoring us on how good we are with our money. This score can impact everything from getting a credit card to bagging a new rental house, or even what kind of deal you get when you pay off your bills. And yet, while we're ignoring our credit scores, many of us are also tanking them. Research from Credit Simple shows credit card bills tend to get neglected about now. Late payments peak in the first quarter of the year at 7.6%. Research from CanStar backs this up, showing more of us are using the plastic, up nearly 50% from 2009 to 2017, to hit $43 billion in credit card debt. Those Kiwis who didn't pay it off in time ended up paying a combined $700 million extra last year, according to CanStar. But it's not just the obvious debts that can hurt your credit score. There are some sneaky little tests that can hurt your financial plans, if you don't know about them. The first step is to face the facts, and the second is to leverage all of that new information to your advantage. Newstalk ZB presents Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, boosting your business confidence. I'm joined now by Hazel Phillips from Credit Simple. So we're a couple of months out of the silly season now, but... There will still be a lot of people who will be feeling the financial hangover of spending more than they've got. And of course, this will affect the credit score pretty quickly. So Hazel, what is a credit score and why should any of us care about it? Right. Well, a credit score is a number between zero and 1000 that basically reflects how good a risk you are for credit providers such as banks, uh, telcos, utility companies, things like that. Um, And those companies, when you apply for credit, they go and look at your credit score and your credit report, and they decide whether or not they're going to give you credit and on what terms based on how good that credit score is. Now, credit score of 1,000 is amazing. If you've got 1,000, we, or actually even above 900, we refer refer to you as a credit unicorn um, because it's so hard to get there. And it's typically older people who are there, um, people with mortgages, people who pay their bills in full on time constantly and have a really good track record. Um, the average sits around, um, it's between 500 and 600, um, and then most people sort of sit between 300 and 850. It is possible to have a zero credit score, and um, if you've got that, it means you've done something pretty naughty. Is that like if you've gone bankrupt or something? Actually, um, you can get a zero credit score just by having a couple of defaults. So really? unpaid bills that you have neglected will, will take you down to zero because that looks really bad to a credit provider. Okay, so I mean, all of this is is well and good, you know, we've all got our rating and and it's all being ticked off by boffins behind the scenes. I mean, does it matter? Does it impact our lives? This is something I think New Zealanders haven't known much about in years gone past. So um, we did some pre-launch research um, indicating that 13% of people had heard of credit scores and the rest of them hadn't. Um, That's up to about 26% now and that's a year and a half on. Um, it is, it's one of those things that's always existed, but people didn't really know about it. Um, and before Credit Simple existed, you couldn't just go and get your credit score in New Zealand. 
that's a really standard thing in the US and the UK, for example. Um, everyone knows their credit score and everyone uses it to their advantage to get a better deal. Um, so that's that's one of the things that we say you should use your credit score. If you've got a good one, you should go out there and be asking your credit providers to give you a better deal based on that credit score. And if you've got a bad one, you've got to work to fix it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in that case, what will give you a better score? What's going to drag you down? We've mentioned some. Yeah, it's a bit of a secret source algorithm, and it's um it is commercially sensitive for um for credit bureaus. Um, but the the basic parameters are uh, if you are um not doing the naughty stuff. It used to be in New Zealand. If I can get really geeky, it used to be in New Zealand that um we just had a negative credit reporting system. So so long as you hadn't done anything really bad, like you know gone bankrupt or not paid your bills or something, you you were kind of okay. Well, now we have comprehensive credit reporting which means that the positive information also goes on your file. So when you are making payments all the time, let's say you have a car loan, and that's a legitimate reason for you to have a car loan, um, and you've gone and made payments in full on time for two or three years, that information, um, as an example, can show up on your credit report and actually pull your score up and make you look better. Ah, yeah. That's really interesting. And what about tricky things? Because I, this is very recent that I heard about this. I was quite surprised as well. There's often um, a bit of advice that's dished out to people with big credit card debts. And one solution for people can be, say, go and find a deal from a credit card provider who will give you 0% interest for 12 months. And then once that's up, go and find another 0% interest deal for however long. And you just bounce around, you balance hop, and you pay it down without worrying about it getting bigger. But something I have only just found out is that if you balance hop too much this looks really bad and it can hurt your credit score even though actually you're trying to do the right thing yeah this is a really funny one so in theory a balance transfer is a really good idea if you're a person who has let your uh, your your credit card get out of control and you want to pay it off really quickly by all means go get a balance transfer get the 0% interest deal and pay it down. But if you're the person who hops from credit card to credit card, eventually they will, like the banks do check that. They're not mm. silly. So they'll see your history of having um, transferred this balance from 0% to 0% credit card with different providers and you'll get cut off. Um, so one of the things that can affect your credit score is actually applying for a lot of credit within a short period of time. Um, oh. So for example, if you decide you want a new credit card, you go out there and, and you see five that you like and you go and apply for five different credit cards. You only intend to have one credit card, um, but that actually makes you look desperate for credit and it increases your risk profile. So, ah, you know, so the they al- think something's happened. Yeah, the algorithm generally will say, look, people who go and apply for heaps of credit within a short period of time are generally desperate, desperate for credit. They're not a great risk to be able to pay it back. Um, so the best thing you can do is shop around, figure out which credit card you want and then go and apply for that. And part of the idea behind Credit Simple is that um, people can look at their credit score and then you can click through to your offers and see what you're eligible for. So you can get an idea of, you know, my credit score is 653. Um, I can get these three different credit cards um, and pick and choose. But you might know that you're, you know, out of the market for a platinum credit card or, or something, for example. I've also heard that um, if you have got a credit card, I mean, personally, I stay away from that because I don't trust myself with credit, but my husband has one that I use, so I don't know. Maybe I'm just using a loophole. (laughs) But if you've got a credit card, apparently you shouldn't use the entirety of the credit available on that card 
something like um, 30% usage is good. Is that right? That doesn't matter so much in the grander scheme of things. Um, If I can talk a bit more broadly as well about Mm. um, things that affect it. Uh, Changing address, lots of addresses in a short period of time. Um, That's because people often skip out on bills. Um, They don't realise a bill will come in and, and they just... They don't get the bill notice, and so they'll have a default. Um, or, you know, people who are very transient to move around. If you've got a mortgage, you'll get a better score. Uh, generally, with age, your score gets better. And when we uh, run the gender and generation differences, and um, we see women have a higher score slightly than men across all the generations. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and you'll even see the highest Gen Y score will be lower than the, the lowest uh, post-65 score. Ah. Yeah, so... It's quite funny, actually, when we run, we've run gender, um, we've run credit scores by name, mm-hmm. and um, all the top names across the board are things like um, names like Betty and Mavis and Joan, because that <laughs> reflects the post sixty five generation um, who you know, and the females who are so they'll be sort of top five. If people go and find this out, I mean, for starters, how do they go and find it out? And I mean, is there a cost to this? How does it work? Right. Well, we built a, a website, creditsimple.co.nz, and you can uh, go to the website. You sign up to create an account, and then you use your driver's license or your passport to validate your identity. Um, that's really important, and that's an instant uh, process. If you don't have a driver's license or passport, there is information on the site about how you can register manually, and that just is the old-fashioned system of filling out some forms and, and emailing them away. Um, so once you've um, verified your ID, and this is all a very quick process, it generally it happens within um, a minute while you're sitting there online, um, then it will pull your credit score and it shows you a number. Um, the dashboard shows you how you compare to um, other people who are your gender and your age bracket, even to your street. If you have a very small street and there's only, say, five of you um, and you rank um, number five, <laughs> you, might, you might be a bit sad. Um, and it will show you whether you've gone up or down um, in recent times. Um, yeah, and even by star sign, you can see how you rank by star sign, which is just something That's because amazing. we have the birth date info, we thought we'd put that in there. Um, funnily enough, when we launched, a lot of people thought that star signs went into the credit score calculation. Oh, no. And I need to make that really clear that your star sign doesn't want to fix your credit score. Um, and then so once you've got your, your credit score, you've got all that information, you can also access your credit history. So there's a tab there. Um, click on that. It will build your credit history and you'll be able to see all of the accounts that are taken out under your name. So we really recommend that people know what their credit score is, use it to get a better deal, but also regularly keep tabs on your credit score. So you'll get alerts if you're signed up to Credit Simple when your information changes. Um, fraud is not a very common thing. It's it's actually a very small percentage, but you can get your credit file frozen if that happens to you. And keeping tabs on what's on your credit file is a great way um, to get alerted if anything changes. Um, and then if we can talk about mistakes, uh, that would be less than 1%. You're in the 1% or less than 1% if you have a, a mistake on your credit file. But it can happen. It happened to me. So I had a credit score of 236. And it took me a year and a half to get the, the item fixed um, because wow. of the bank arguing it. Um, but finally, when it did get fixed, mine's gone up to 800-something. I can't think what it is at the moment. What? That's yeah. one heck of a mistake. Yes, it was. It, <laughs> it looked really, really bad. So, oh, yeah, no. so mistakes aren't, aren't common at all, but um, that kind of thing can happen. So that's always good to look, mm. check what you've got on your file. Yes, because you mentioned earlier that, you know, people in the U.S. and U.K. use this information to their advantage. So, okay, say someone does go and check. How do you use it 
either way, if you've got a bad credit score, what do you do? If you've got a good credit score, how do you use that? So if you've got a bad one, fix it. Do everything you can to fix whatever's on there. If you've got unpaid bills, make sure that they get sorted out. Um, Often if you have even paid that bill and it's listed as a paid default, uh, call up your credit provider uh, who listed that and ask for it to get removed, especially if it's an, an older item. After five years, things things fall off, um, will come off your credit record anyway. Uh, if you've got a good credit score, simply you can call up your credit provider. Say if you've got an internet account, they call them up and say, I deserve a better deal on this. I'm a really good risk. And then Amazing. even things like, um, you know, particularly with your mortgage um, interest rates, definitely go for a better deal. I've done that myself and negotiated a far better deal and, and extra money and so on. Um, wow. Yeah, and then even if you are going for a rental, go and get your credit score, print out your credit report and your credit score if you've got a good one and go and show that you're a really good risk. You know, have that in hand when you go to apply for places and, you know, you'll be slightly ahead of the competition. Fabulous. And I've got to say, particularly with the um, the rental situation, Anything you can do to make yourself look better at this point is better. Don't know how anyone's managing it. Anyway, thank you so much. That's Hazel Phillips from Credit Simple. Now, before you dash off to listen to your next podcast, there's a really interesting event coming up that I want you guys to know about. It's the very first PwC Herald Talks for this year, asking what will the future of money look like? So, yes, for regular podcast listeners, of course, they are talking Bitcoin, blockchain and beyond with Aaron McDonald, the CEO and co-founder of Centrality, along with a panel of experts. Now, that is being held in Auckland on the 21st of March and Christchurch on 22nd of March. If it sounds like a bit of you, head along to iticket.co.nz. Look for Herald Talks, the future of money. Now back to this podcast, and if you have a question about this episode or something you want me to look into in future or just you want to ask more about how on earth you manage your credit score, all right, come and talk to me about it. I'm on all the social networks, so just pick your favorite, Facebook at Francis Cook Journalist, Instagram at Frankly Snapping, and Twitter at Francis Cook. I'm sorry, I'm not organized enough to have the same handle across them all, but the links are in the show description. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or iHeartRadio. And until next time, have a great day. And that's Francis cooking up your business confidence for another week on News Talk ZB.